0: You're listening to The Slow Ride Podcast.
1: Fights, advice, and rumors. Straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com And on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod.
2: Enjoy the ride. Welcome to the 379th Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim, just exiting the greatest green room in history in Orlando, Florida.
0: Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis, where it was 40 degrees today, so I threw away all my gloves. Let me pull up the weather for tomorrow. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh, guys, I got to go. I got to get my gloves out of the trash. In Minneapolis? (laughs) And
1: no, and this is Spencer in Western Massachusetts, a beautiful Holyoke, Massachusetts, where I don't know, guys, I feel like the spring training camps are still going on, but we're not into the season yet, and I'm resisting, (laughs) I mean, I'm resting my way through February, and I'm afraid I'm going to have to get back on the train. Yeah, well, but
2: yeah. here's the thing, Spencer. We just spent 30 minutes in the podcast green room where this last 15 minutes, Little Guy was telling us about organisms that never die called lichen. Oh, you're leading he, with this. This is great.
1: I, we should
3: yeah, lead with just, the just, like just
2: reinforce. I, I just want to <laughs> say that the connection here. Uh-huh. So let's go to Little Guy Corner. Um, for wow. just We're going to watch the downloads wow. just... The, this the is a skyrocketing move, Tim, when you well, said
1: the podcast in 2022 was going to take some new directions, some exciting new directions, I did not know well, th- we were going to Little Guy Science Corner within the first minute of an episode.
0: I don't have. I mean, I I'm wish, impressed. I wish I had more science knowledge to drop. The main. I
1: hope you bring it. Uh, this is a lot of pressure, Little Guy.
0: Well, you guys are changing the pressure. Now, Spencer, you were saying you're going to have to get back out there, <laughs> get back out there riding again. I've yeah, got yeah, a, yeah, no, I've got true. a destination for you. You live in uh, Holly Oak or something like that, right?
1: I nailed it. Yeah, you yeah, nailed it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the other the other night, I was reading um, a story about lichen, and particularly the person in the story was uh, tracking the growth and and death of lichen. The grow.
1: Um, um, Graves. Real quick, guys. Real quick, um, l- dear <laughs> listeners. Uh, just please take the time to like and subscribe to this podcast.
0: Ah. Oh, we didn't nice. even rehearse that. Yeah. See, that was just live. That was beautiful. I really like it. That one, Spencer. Uh, anyway, they, they grow. They're they're using like, and they grow on gravestones in uh, cemetery in North or in Petersham, the North Cemetery in Petersham, Massachusetts. Oh, Petersham,
1: yeah, A little town uh, just about forty miles or so just about 40 northeast miles. of here. I think. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah>. Yes. So. <laughs> In that article, Never they also <laughs> mentioned that it was – they, list, they listed your city as sort of being the closest place. Maybe that's where they, they got a Motel 8. They got an Airbnb or whatever. And I, and immediately, yeah, light bulbs the went off in my Airport. head because I was like, Spencer needs a place to ride. And and what could be more lovely than a New England cemetery on a spring day? You know, like the trees are turning green. It's quiet. There's old picturesque gravestones.
2: This is perfect. Thoreau. Thoreau actually wrote about the like this this very same lichen because it is the same organism that hasn't died. I had to Wikipedia what
1: yeah, it. Yeah, Tim. Remember, please like really and good. subscribe, guys. Like and subscribe. This is good cycling content. Yeah.
0: Tim's gonna really get into this. I see. So, uh huh. Spencer, this is perfect. Like you were saying, it, it's about forty miles. There, two routes uh-huh. come up pretty quick on Google Maps here for you. One's thirty-eight miles, thirty-eight point four. I think you're gonna go with that one because. Uh, that one takes you yeah. through Belchertown and uh, up past Hardwick. Is that that sounds like okay? This sounds this is all ringing a bell. I'm sure. There's a longer route for everyone,
1: uh, not just me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: there's a longer route that takes you through Northampton, Amherst. So if you want, maybe do that. But way.
1: that's the way I would go.
0: <laughs> see, there's more coffee stops, but you might not a lot lot more, more coffee, coffee shops. Yeah, a lot
1: more coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, see yeah. Hyde. But that
0: that route yeah. is forty nine miles. So more oh. coffee shops. So hang on, hang miles. on,
1: hang on. Now you say forty nine miles. That's one way.
0: That's one way. So you're this is an eighty mile ride. You're gonna have to bust the road bike out at my. And friend.
1: if if I'm hearing what you said earlier, it sounds like there is not a motel eight for me to stay at at the end of this route. I need to. This is an out and back. So we're talking more like ninety miles here.
2: Uh, yeah. But Spencer, I think you're downplaying. The destination, a cemetery. Oh
1: yeah. Lichen. No, I could get I could get deep into the pain cave and then just lay down and die when I got to the destination. It would be yeah, great.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's w- when you kind of zoom in on Petersham, sham there uh-huh. uh, and um No businesses really yeah. come up. There's a post office. There's a there's a garage and it's it's a garage. Ice, That's ice not cream? like a cool bar. Uh, maybe, no, no. It it kind of looks like the kind of town that. Uh, oh, well, no. There's not much there. So yeah, you might you it's a might. Good not
2: town line sprints though.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I bet it's well, lovely. I mean, Spencer. if the, if
1: the only residents are in the graveyard, I might actually take that town line sprint. That that is a positive.
2: <laughs> um,
0: well, the Harvard is Forest great. is I, just north of there, and and I I think you should check it out. I want to go there. I'm sure Tim wants to go there. I'm sure all our listeners now are dying to get there and study some lichen right. growth. Don't well, disturb the lichen when you're there though, or you're going to ruin this person from UW Madison's research
1: project. So All right, little guy. Um I know you're going to be out here at some point for a training uh Camp, top secret training camp um, that Tim's not invited to pre-Schwamigan. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, for um, yeah. So we, uh-huh. can, uh, we can definitely take the route out there and check out the like. And as long as everybody likes and subscribes uh, to this podcast, uh, we can make that happen, and we will get you set up at the Motel 6 here in Holyoke um, for, as your home well, base. you guys
2: are definitely going to need to get your training on for Schwamigan, where we're going to be this September... Uh, for the Lifetime Grand Prix um, Schwamigan uh, Fat Tire Festival. The
1: decisive stage. Now, it's the decisive
2: stage, just like (laughs) today was a decisive (laughs) win for Nairo Quintana.
1: Well played. played. See, that's what I thought you were going to lead with. And really what you did was this whole other thing that, and now now everybody has turned off the podcast and no one's going to hear about Nairo's (laughs) exciting victory.
2: The only people that are left are the true stands that know that we were going to talk about Nairo uh-huh. once again winning the GC, taking it over Tim Wellens and Martin of Cofidis at the Tour de Alpes Maritime at Tuvois. I think I, I nailed that one. Yeah, I think you um, it. So, yeah, Nairo's here. Nairo's looking fantastic. Ready for the tour, boys?
0: Uh,. Tim, I'm going to say no. Uh, Nairo has won a lot of races in the last few springs, and we get excited every time. And I think this is confirmation that there will be no GC wins for Nairo.
1: This year. A lot like Tom Brady, Nairo Quintana is kind of Mr. February. You know, like <laughs> he really hits peak form in February uh, for the big show, as uh, it were. And... Uh, it kind of takes the summers off a little bit but, these days, I think.
2: Okay, let's skip Nairo. I mean, Remco won a race.
0: Again, another rider who uh, is a good rider and is not going to be stepping on any Grand Tour podiums this year, I believe, and that's why okay. he's crushing it right now.
2: Okay, well, whatever. Maybe I'll let you agree with that. Wow, polls. Now, there is a winner, <laughs> and there uh-huh. he was winning, uh-huh. and he's going to be ready for... The Grand Tours,
0: yeah, probably. Little guy, do you? I'm gonna you say, take that one. Yeah. I'm gonna say no. I like, you know, I kind of like Walt Bulls. I, I miss when he was on Vescansley or whatever, and he was that tall, weird guy that kept mixing it up with the with the big boys back then. He's been around a long time. Yeah, since 2006. That's a long career. Hats off to him.
2: Now that's a, that's a long career. I did see that Sergio Higuita won a race as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um the Volta, uh, um Algarve.
0: Yeah, he won a stage.
2: Did they update his jersey? Last week we talked about mm-hmm. the design nightmare that Bora Hansgrohe is going to have with the um, the jersey for Higuita winning the race. Do we yeah. know if he had the new jersey on today? He,
3: he
1: did. He did.
2: And how is it?
1: It's exquisite, but not yeah. in the... Uh, it didn't quite cause quite the conflict for the designers as we hypothesized, mm. um, you know, trying to intermingle it with the bore hands. They just went classic. I would say near FDJ level of just like, mm-hmm. here's your white Jersey with the flag, uh, bands across, um, very classic, very nice. Um, but uh, not, yeah, not the technical dream coat that uh, <laughs> little guy was hoping for. Well, I, we all were. I
2: thought,
0: for. I guess, I, I guess, thinking about it now, it's like I can't think of other, other than Sagan. And I, I guess that's kind of what they did with Sagan, too. Like they, they, they went all white for him and, and let him mm-hmm. go with the band song. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but I guess that's Bora's thing. Bora is also kind of in the same FDJ world of like very respecting the national champions' jerseys as opposed to some teams we're not naming right now who maybe hide the, hide the, <laughs> national champions jerseys yeah. um yeah no, it was a good jersey it was a good jersey and and i was really not happy to see him win because earlier in the week he uh he had a crash at uh one of those stages with haig <laughs> or somebody they bounced into each yeah. other in the finishing sprint and i mean i'm surprised they both went down because after they bounced into each other um he gets so small it was like it seemed for no. sure that he was going down, but they, they literally bounced into
1: each other, but obviously he's it was wild. Okay. Yeah.
2: As we continue to talk a little bit about the, the men's uh, start of the season, um, little guy, you did a really good job. You got about 25% of the way there last October <laughs> okay. in convincing me that I should care about October classics in Italy. You right, should. like, he, like, yeah, I mean, he yeah, turned yeah. my head, like, I yeah. kind of looked and was like, "All right," and then I just, you know, stayed on the, stayed with my focus, uh, moving forward. Um, which of these races should I be caring about? Because I feel like I've always kind of heard of a lot of these races in Southern France. You know, usually there's like the version, there's the um, the race in Argentina mm-hmm. that uh, you know Quick Step goes and embarrasses themselves at, and I'm just curious, like prior to the UAE Tour, which started today, and the start of World Tour racing on the yeah. men's side, which of these races should I really be caring about?
0: What do you mean, like, caring about in terms of of, of the result is big for somebody? I mean, I think they're yeah. all good racing. Yeah. And the, it's kind of a shame, in a, in a weird way, that they're so early and that there's so many of them, they hit so fast that it's hard to pay attention to the, give any of them... Full attention, but like you, like you said, Hmm. going through those winners, Remco won. Like Remco McNulty and Danny Martinez were on the Algarve podium. Like that's all big, fun riders to watch, you know. And like Higinta's winning a stage. Uh, You've got like big riders winning and going for these ones already, even though they're small races. Like, so they're all fun to watch. I, I don't know. Should I be paying attention?
2: should I be paying attention, like, to how Peter Sagan is doing, let's say, at the <laughs> tour of the Alps Maritimes? Was he there? Right, like... You should be because... I you... mean, he was there. Yeah. He got 102nd, 99th, and 65th. I mean, every day is improving, I guess. <laughs> um, should I care? I mean, the jersey I, no. looks kind of like it's a world championship jersey with the, the parallel striping on the sleeves to the the bands uh, for Slovakia, but i have just... Just curious, like, should we be putting a lot of weight into uh, how Sagan did uh, in, in this early season?
0: I mean, I guess we'll find out next week, right? Is he doing Umloop? I mean, I, there's not a lot of these little early races don't really show us a lot for the for the, the Classics guys. for And for, like, the Classics races coming up. Like, there hasn't been, like, sep Van Mark got second in one of these little stage races on a stage a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And that was like the only time I feel like I've seen a classics writer pop their head. Okay. Up, unless you call right. Tim Wellens, a classics little guy,
1: writer. a little guy, what Tim Wellens, <laughs> set Van Mark. Yeah.
0: Name another you, classics th- writer you've you're,
1: seen. You're, Yeah. You're still in 10 years ago, little guy. Um, the classics writers we're talking about these days are Remco. Uh, it's mm. Jakob Philipson. Uh, you know, it's these guys are winning and they're going to continue winning through uh, um, through Kern, through uh, some of these early, early uh, classics, and um, even even uh, Fabio Jacobson uh, has been crushing it. Um, well,
0: those are sprinters, though. I mean, who cares? Well, that's
1: what these races are. <laughs> Sprinters races well, in Belgium oom- 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 in the garbage weather, and these yeah. guys are going to crush it.
3: Oops, I don't Tim know. Wellens. I haven't
1: seen get a lot. out of here. Seth Van s- Mark hasn't won a race in ten years.
0: Has he ever won a
1: race? Um, Maybe not.
0: <laughs> he's got eight wins. He's got eight wins. Look, he got second on the first stage of Provence, and
1: that I think excellent. is excellent. Well done. Is good. Is it- you know, and he uh, he deserves it. Let's
2: move it over to like what Van Vluten accomplished at the four stage uh yes. race on the women's side. Uh takes the win by a solid minute over um podcast favorite Cecily uh Ludwig or U trip Ludwig mm-hmm. of um F D J. By the way, the F D J women's kit, once again, just fantastic mint. So the question is Van Vluten put in like what, like a seven seventeen? Like I saw the highlights, like a giant breakaway 17 mm-hmm. K solo effort on Saturday in the mountains to just kind of take the time, you know, just to make it, mm-hmm. just to hit it already, already staking claim to the uh, season. I mean, movie star is so lucky to have her. Um, what, what do you guys think? Is this going to be another year of just uh van Vluten crushing everybody?
0: Seems like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a tough one to bet against. Um, I, I think she'll have more competition maybe than, uh, she's used to with a lot of big teams kind of stepping up, uh, this year. So a little more organization, maybe a little more money, hopefully flowing into the organizations of some of the other teams. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be enough to, to really dethrone her as the, as the queen of women's racing these days.
2: Well, especially the of the stage racing and with a week-long yeah. Tour de France um, stage race before they find a way to cancel it for some reason <laughs> because it's the ASO. <laughs> I mean, I would have to say, like, if I was in Scotland come May and I was uh, walking around and I see all these, like, nice, friendly and inviting um, sports book shops where I could go in and, uh-huh. and put down some hard-earned pence, uh-huh. I would definitely be putting a fiver on... Some uh, quids Van and... Van Vluten. Yeah, ma- massive quids
3: uh-huh.
2: on Van Vluten to win the Tour de France. Uh,
1: shillings? Um, Do they have six. shillings? Or is that old, old-timey?
2: old <laughs> That might be a little too old-timey.
1: Everything in, in the UK is old-timey. That's But mm-hmm. she just That's seems like thing. it's... Their stick. Jeez. yeah. yeah.
2: I would have to like she's two time winner of La Course
1: uh-huh.
2: at Tour de France, a single day, seventeen and eighteen. She has to be the best stage racer. I'll have to listen to uh more of Abby Mickey's podcast, but I gotta think that uh Van Vluten's gonna be uh in prime uh form come July for the uh women's race.
0: i think so. I mean she seems to be able to be in prime form just all year.
1: <laughs> Which she yeah she wants I mean, to
0: and even coming back from injury she's I don't know you know yeah
1: well it's true but um, SD Works uh, did a lot of damage in 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 the tours for the women's races last year they have some up and comer um, riders that have been doing really well um, that uh, you know they can certainly ride for as a team um, the movie star team might get more credit than it deserves um as far as quality i'm not i'm not an expert but i'm wondering if maybe she carries the team a little bit like and and a team that's a little more well-rounded might actually be able to uh find some some cracks in the armor of the old movie star squad um i don't know if that's a thing that happens to movie star in general um (laughs) You know, it could be, I I don't really have anything to base that off of as far as team management is concerned, but it's going to be a great Netflix
2: series. I would hope that they actually follow (laughs) the women's team so they could see like how a single um, rider can carry the team through. I mean, I, I will say that the tour de France for women, it doesn't end on the Mm Champs-Élysées. That's the first stage. Um, it actually ends, uh, with a mountain, uh, top finish on the, the final two days of the racing stages, seven and eight. So it's looking pretty good. Here's one. I, I did not know. Uh, maybe you guys did, but, uh, looking at the old, uh, Wikipedia, um, earlier today when I was like researching this a little bit was that, okay. um, I didn't know Zwift signed on to be the title sponsor of the uh, really? women's race tour de France. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Tour de France, Femmes Ave Zwift. This really rolls off the tongue when I'm doing my French.
1: Well, you nailed it. The the pronunciation is just spot on. Um, Anyway. So congratulations.
2: It's going to be great to finally see. But, yeah, it is a summit finish at the end. Um, So it's going to be great. Summit Um,
1: finish for a Tour de France is, you know i love i love that? the champs i love the champs but like is that allowed is that legal can we do that on the men's side as well because that'd be pretty awesome right it like sounds it sounds pretty it just good ends
2: the Alpe d'Huez. like oh this is my final day
1: yeah it has gotta be just, like
2: some some road I just construction up that the,
1: happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, i just pulled up the roster for um sd works because i was i was forgetting names but uh they get a stacked squad, so I don't know if Van Vluten's a, a shoe in here. Demi Volering, that's who I was thinking of. Um, uh, very true. crushing very races true. last year yeah. with Ashley Moomin and uh Chantel Black pulling for her. Oh man, that is uh, there's a lot of firepower there. No, along you're with a lot of Kopecki.
2: I think it's my bias for Movistar that's maybe shining through, but just my assumption Weird. that Van nah, Vluten, so like be. Ladbroke's is gonna love it when I come in with all my shillings. Yeah. Um, and, and they're like, Oh, please put him all like, I'll give you even better odds. They know um, you
1: there by now. Right. They're like, ah, yeah. super, he's back. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Let's dust yeah, up the cycling that, book and see yeah, what he has to yeah, say. There is his
2: movie star Jersey. Once again, just walking <laughs> in looking for Valverde bets. Uh-huh. Yeah. Two to one buddy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, I, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it uh, all the way uh, through and through on both the, uh, the, the uh, men's and women's as the season uh, heats up, but just quick shout out at the UAE tour um, for one of MV, MVDP MVP Smooth. Jasper <laughs> yeah. Philipson taking mm-hmm. the sprint win over Sam Bennett mm-hmm. of quick. Oh, sorry. Of Bora Hansgro mm-hmm. and Elia Viviani of, um, Quick, I mean, uh, Ineos Grenadiers. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, Patrick Lefebvre sure knows how to pick them when it comes to uh, sprinters.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: you know Cavendish, sixteenth place, baby.
1: That's that's pretty good. That uh, speaks highly of uh, things to come. I gotta say, he
0: saved it. Yeah, saved it.
1: (laughs) Perry Roubaix is in his pocket. Yeah, Um, that's how it works. Yeah, that's how that works. You know, Tim, you're, it's true. I mean, he has gotten rid of a lot of top-quality sprinters uh, from the squad, but, uh, you know, he still does have uh, Jakobsen, who's been uh, putting down some good good results this year, and it it, it is just an embarrassment of riches um, that that guy has, and it would be a shame if anybody wished to talk trash to him or anything like that on the Internet because, you know, uh, you think a guy with uh, – you know, the accolades that he has just wouldn't be bothered by that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't waste, waste your time just trying to tell him what's what about, uh, you know, how he runs his team.
2: Well, he did say um, that he doesn't care about people with zero Twitter followers um, making fun of him. Yeah. Um, so we have a couple thousand. <laughs> um, I was very proud of that. The weird thing for me, though, is that I can't find him on Twitter. Huh. Well, that's weird. So it, m- but I may have blocked him. That may have been the, the problem. Um, so I'm going to have to log into another. Yep, there he is. He does have more followers than us, um, which is a shame. But, <laughs> Not surprised. you know, I'm okay with it.
0: Hate's a pretty pro- popular. Uh, uh,
2: on the can we talk about a um, friend of the podcast, Tom Skeon's Countryman?
1: Absolutely. Sure.
2: Emil's Lipens of Trek Segafredo getting a solid fifth place.
1: Like and subscribe. Um, head over to your Apple podcast player or wherever you listen to this fine <laughs> podcast. Don't forget, like and subscribe. It's
2: going to be constant.
1: What was, oh, sorry, what was, <laughs> what, what was the name? <laughs> the name was uh,
2: Emile's Lipens I believe oh, okay. that's correct. If Tom wants to send in the proper pronunciation with a so, voice memo, that would be well... Uh, I'm sure he uh, <laughs> listens to the podcast all the time, but congratulations with a solid, solid fifth-place finish at the UAE Tour. Um, mm-hmm. Stoked to see. Uh, I'm pretty sure with, uh, with him and uh, Tom's uh, on both the Trek-Segafredo team that they will definitely be making the uh, Latvia National Championship jersey <laughs> once again.
1: Yeah, it's a good bet. Yeah. It's a good bet. I have a, a beautiful skewns edition. Uh, of that jersey so um, uh, I'm happy to see it stay in the family there and check well
2: boys what we should do is we do need to get out to the UAE where oh. our main man Michael Matthews is not racing to see how things are going <laughs> on this week's preamlet Lap. Noble, and you're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the pre-lap once again. Major shout out to all of the listeners and subscribers of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We come on here every week and tell you to buy our limited edition episode 300 T-shirts. They're going away fast. Head to the website, and then that's where you click shop, and then you can get them. You can select anyone you want, but that's not what we're here to talk to you about today. No, we are here to talk to you about becoming a member and a supporter of the Wide Angle Podium Network because it helps us keep the lights on, but it also allows us to bring you independent cycling media beyond just this podcast. And that's the important thing. We're here to make the jokes. We're not the real news makers, if you will. The real news makers are going to (laughs) be over at... I don't know. Criterium Nation, which yeah. follows in-depth news reporting on everything that has to do with Criterium Racing here in the US. Go fast, turn left. Go fast, turn right. There's your finish line. Criterium Nation is going to give you everything that you need to know. We also, listeners and supporters, are able to support what Amanda Nauman, Bill Shiken, and Zach Schuster are doing over on the Grodio podcast. Amanda Nauman introduced me to the biggest villain in gravel cycling, Peter Stetna, <laughs> on the latest episode of Grodio with another fantastic interview. Can't wait, and it's going to make me that much more excited for the lifetime Grand Prix as I follow along. So, yeah. congratulations to Grodio for continued killer content. I love it. They've and been let's crushing not forget, Cyclocross Radio, and Nowhere Fast, the podcast about e-racing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So much brought to you. In the form of independent cycling media, we're not owned by anybody big. It's just us <laughs> keeping the lights on. If you, ever to, if, you ever to, <laughs> if you ever wanted to buy a little guy a coffee as he's reading about lichen, now would be the time to become a <laughs> supporter. This is our annual NPR ask. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. For becoming yep. a member and a supporter of the Wide Angle Podium Network, let's get back to the show.
1: So remember, that, and uh, yeah, enjoy your slow ride podcast. All
2: right, guys, here we are once again in the Slow Ride podcast. And we gotta right away get to a couple of emails that we got. Uh, quick ones. This one comes to us from Brandon Conine, longtime listener of the podcast, and he says, "Scotland, twenty twenty three. Guess I better brush up on the ins and outs of cycle ball. See you in Scotland, boys." Uh oh. There we go. Um, we did have a couple of our UK-based listeners hit us up with suggested. Um. Clubs and bars that we could host our live podcast that we will be having or the, ah. the, the grand after party from the indoor cycling world championships, which are going to be held in downtown Glasgow at the arena. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I got a little nervous yesterday okay, because I went on the, the world championship website and I didn't see cycle ball or artistic cycling listed. <laughs> All it said was indoor cycling. Mm. And I instantly thought, oh, the E championships, like they're, they're renting out the entire arena Mm. for the e-bike national or the E racing championships, the Zwift championships, if you will. And I was like, kind of nervous. So I tech, I tweeted them. I said, Hey, just a quick question. Are you still doing cycle ball? Because we're bringing the gang. And they were (laughs) like, yes, it's going to be at the arena downtown in 2023. It's going to be here. And then I was like, oh, the stress was just relieved. I didn't have just to email a little guy to scrap a good five minutes of content uh-huh. already. But now, that did, got me to thinking? Did you ask him,
1: like, are there, like, luxury boxes or anything like that that we can get um, as part Not of a package yet. deal? Like, corporate um, this, something that the f- podcast can get, uh, you know, for VIP kind of status? Do we want
2: VIP tickets or do we want them to open up, like, the second level of the arena? And we just have like the peanut gallery, like way up top. Like, like you're gonna need, you know, you're gonna get nosebleeds sitting uh, up that high. Like you came oh, so, all the way to Scotland and you can't even see the the, the track.
1: Yeah, so there's that option. There's a VIP yeah. booth uh, with you know service and everything. Um, mm. I feel like the only other and maybe the best option is, I assume there's like courtside seats. I don't know. You know, is that where David Beckham's gonna be? Uh I'm not <laughs> sure uh who shows up to these kind of things. It it is a world championship, but it I don't know. What I what really do we think, expect here? I think there has to be a way
2: that we're not popular. We're not the biggest names of Cycle Ball fandom. We're
1: cracking but the it's top like one hundred of podcasts and, and we are. In the UK. we so. got
2: dozens of listeners. But here's the question. Like, who's the Rob Lowe of Cycleball? Who's going to be the star that shows up to Cycleball in Glasgow to Where be this like...
3: Where's
2: going? Like, like, who's the stud? Because I'm willing to bet that we could probably I, make a pretty good like effort to be the, the faces of Cycleball in Glasgow if we get all of our friends and listeners out. Like... Uh-huh. Who else are they going to get?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Rob Chris Lowe, Roy
1: going to show up to cycle ball? I don't think so. He's yeah, going to be yeah, at the no, velodrome. I think, there's, I think there's I'm, with little, d- I'm with little guy here. We need to circle back to this. Rob Lowe?
3: Rob Lowe? <laughs> That's yeah. the poll.
1: Well, I,
0: I went to, like, Jack Nicholson or something. You know, think of, like, a Lakers game, courtside. You got Oh, Nicholson
2: you didn't see that. Oh, okay. Rihanna so, so allow me to
0: on the court. But but so, Rob Lowe? What, <laughs> what has Rob Lowe been? He's been so you didn't, fanning about. what? Where's Rob Lowe at?
1: You got to think. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. Think about. So you didn't um, hear about this? Um, no. I like Rob because
2: he showed up to an NFL game, okay. and he was just wearing an NFL logo hat. So he shows up oh, to the NFL were... game, but between, <laughs> yeah, between, yes. between two teams,
3: between two teams, and he's wearing like
2: he's like, oh, I'm just a fan of the league. That's gonna be us. We're like, I don't know who the people are.
1: So you're gonna get like a, a UCI shirt and just sit in the front row.
2: Oh, yeah, that's what man. I'm thinking. Like, like or just like the logo letter. that says Cycleball.
1: Because here's the
2: thing. There's 10 days of world championships in Glasgow. Yeah. The attention is going to be
1: everywhere else. Yeah. From
2: Cycle Ball. Like, yeah. unless it's a Tuesday night. People are going to be more than likely burned out on bikes in that city. There's not gonna I don't. I could be wrong. But well, I'm willing to bet like if we could get our listeners to show up to cycle ball that we would be the biggest group like whoever is going to get that account for the group ticket sales they're going to be the heroes because well, <laughs> there's yeah. no other groups no, they, going to they,
1: this they gave that to the new guy who yeah <laughs> does, you know yeah, like that, doesn't they don't want to put a lot of pressure on him uh he's early in senior his sales VP career. by the end
2: i mean we already got one email i mean surely right
1: Right, one we, a week we know, for the next know, two years,
2: we're going to have a hundred people there.
1: Yeah, the hot ticket is the velodrome. The hot ticket is the the downhill yeah. course. It's it's all of this stuff um, that just you know it makes sense. That's uh, I don't want to say we know our place, but we know our audience, um, and our audience they don't want to pay for those VIP downhill spots. Um, you know that's <laughs> what we're talking. We're talking more three figures at least, you know, maybe more. I don't know. Um, getting into cycle ball, it's gonna be it's gonna be a couple of quid or a shilling, you know. I mean, it's not it's gonna be it's not gonna be much at all. Shilling. How much is a shilling? Is that? I gotta Order. Google. Is, yeah, it, is that it? No, I
0: don't know. What's I think,
2: that? I don't
1: know. Okay, we got a little bit of a problem though. Okay, Do they got there? loonies and toonies there, or is that Canada? That's Canada. Canada.
2: But they'll probably
0: accept.
1: But we that, got a,
2: I'm
1: sure. <laughs> we have a little bit of a it. problem.
2: I, I'm actually kind of concerned. So the Sir Chris Hoy Velodrome,
1: ah yes, is
2: next door to the Emirates Emirates Arena, which is where the the indoor cycling championships are. So the, got there's it. only 6,500 seats at the uh, the arena itself, but there's um. So we stand Obviously. outside,
1: yeah. We but- we wait for people who look like they're going to velodrome racing, and we say, "Oh, are you guys here for the bike racing? Right this way. Shuffle <laughs> them on in, and we'll get that. We'll get that new guy his sales goals. Oh, they're uh, going to be so easily. Yeah. Oh, I- I'm here be- to
2: watch the missing out.
1: Wait, why is there a ball on the track? This is and amazing. why is this so amazing? And then they're gonna, you know, we're gonna change some lives. Yeah, it's um, gonna be
2: great. Um, so, anyways. That's coming. Brandon, thank you so much for your email. <laughs> um, also, shout out to a uh, longtime listener of the pod we talked about last week, Todd uh, uh, Grassman, who is uh, getting back on it. And he wanted to say thanks, but say that he would buy a kit of any color if it got Little Guy to come race Jingle Cross <laughs> once again, especially Ooh. if it's the brown kit. So
0: Hey, if we I, make a kit, Todd? Todd buys the kit. I'm gonna get a kit. Obviously, I'm gonna be getting a UCI license anyway, because I got to race with Matt here. I might as well go do Jingle Cross. I'll go do Jingle Cross with Todd too. I mean, I'm gonna be busy this fall, but I'll probably make this <laughs> this this uh this uh promise to all our listeners: if they buy a kit, I'll come race with you.
2: Well, I saw it. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the, uh, a pretty good deal. <laughs> so, so if they buy a kit, you will then ship out to go race with them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Within reason, I should probably, my, right now, right now I'm in a five hour radius. It's pretty good, you know, like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to go you, much farther than that. I don't know what I'm going to be doing, you know, well, what's life going to be like come this fall? I did
2: perhaps? see in the, the, the rock solid diehard, um, UCI cyclocross world cup calendar, the uh-huh. jingle cross is not a world cup next year um but Fayetteville will be coming back as a w- world cup right after um trek world cup.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? You guys see this? I did see this. And I, there's
2: a C2 in Jingle Cross on the same day as the world cup I believe, right? Or like yeah. the day after.
1: I think it's I think it's smart business for Jingle Cross. Um they got a good event, uh but I think it was built on the community and on the culture um and I think they lost a lot of that by having to have a world cup, you know? Um
2: Let me just say that Jingle Cross lost it for me when they changed their website. So that was back in 2009. I know we've talked about it before, but the old website of Jingle Cross.
1: There's kids racing at the World Cup level at Jingle Cross who weren't born then, Tim. Like, you need to let it go.
2: I can't. Go to the Wayback Machine. Look at the old Jingle Cross Rock website. It was so amazing. That was when News was printed. That's how I first saw the advertisement for Jingle Cross because it was a uh, print ad.
1: Okay, Grandpa, let's go to bed.
2: <laughs> okay, Boomer. That's how we ended All up. right, here we are. Um, a couple of other things that uh, came across the old uh, wire. I just want to uh, shout out because we are a cycling podcast above and beyond just bike racing. Big news on Friday, um, as I, I think we've talked about before, but Seattle, the city of Seattle is the largest city in the country that had a helmet requirement. So if you're going to ride a bike in Seattle, you had to wear a helmet, or you risked being pulled over and ticketed. Uh, like most of these laws, similar to uh, the other classic, is the mandatory bicycle registration um, mm-hmm. law. Uh, Minneapolis had one forever, and then I was involved with the the re- uh, when that was repealed. I remember advocating for that because it it becomes a, a an excuse to uh, basically pull over and investigate individuals. And there was some studies done in Seattle that showed that overwhelming majority of folks that were pulled over like nine out of 10 times for riding a bike without a helmet were homeless. And it ended up just becoming a, um, you know, a spiral of just harassment uh, for folks. And it's also just not the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. I know I've talked a lot about on this podcast. This is probably one of my, uh, my podiums that i love the soapbox if you will Mm -hmm. but it's uh at the end of the day i like wearing a helmet but you know what bikes are not inherently dangerous it's all the cars around it's the built infrastructure and i understand that that's not changing overnight but we should not be making helmets required or it should not also be the one thing that we judge people on if they're not wearing a helmet when they're out riding their bike they're out riding a bike we need to be happy about that and we got to do whatever we can to make it inherently safer for them to do so. Uh, mm-hmm. We hope that they'd wear a helmet or at least I do, but it's not the end all be all. Um, one of these examples was my two-year-old the other day grabbed the strider uh, and little, uh, little Nairo got out there on the strider and took some photos. And then right away I was like going to put it up on the old gram. And then I was like, Oh, can't do that. Cause he's not wearing a helmet. And I'm just going to get a ton of like texts. Mm-hmm. Like, why is your son not out there in a helmet? And I'm like, he was just standing on top of the strider, but it'd be an argument that I didn't want to get into. Yeah. So here I am on my soapbox telling <laughs> you all about it.
0: Mm, I'm with you, Tim. I, um, I think we're both. I think we're both with you. So,
2: but I haven't grown my hair out, so it comes out the back of my helmet and looks pretty good. I'm just saying mm. that. I mean, it would. It would come like out the back style. of a
0: cycling cap too, if there was no helmet. So it's, you know, it's all the same.
2: <laughs> it, it was raining the other day, and I had my evil cycling cap on. Yeah, with yeah. my helmet, and uh, you know, in the rain, cycling caps are amazing. I forgot about, yeah. like, the bill is just the perfect length.
1: Yeah, it's weird. It's,
2: it's almost like weird. it was by design. Yeah.
0: It's almost like it was by design. Hey, speaking of hats, transition over oh. here. You guys, uh, we were talking about that UCI swag a minute ago in hats, and I did a little a Google research. and Okay. I did not find a UCI cycling cap, but I did find a UCI... Uh, uh, Irvine, Irvine, uh, uh, college hat that just says UCI on it, and I think it's almost okay. better if we show All up right. with those. We don't even know what event we're at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty a pretty good, good idea. So are you saying we should just show like become fans of University of California, Irvine. Well, because like it's just
0: is... yeah, it says UCI on the front. Granted, it doesn't look anything like the the, the Union Cyclist, the International
2: logo, but no, it does because they sue us. It. They, w- they would sue us if we wore a UCI hat and didn't buy it we from them. We can wear this is, U- this U-
0: is... U- UC Irvine hats all day, and they can't touch us, man. We're just big Anteater fans. That's
1: They're the their, Anteaters?
0: They They're the Anteaters.
1: Wow. Unfortunately, so, okay, the hats have...
0: either say UCI or they just say Anteaters on them. And I really want the one that say Anteaters more, but you know, for the bit. yeah. <laughs> need the other ones.
2: These are the... the so you like... De- the the ones I'm looking at have the interlocking logo for University yes. of California Irvine. Yeah. Okay. They're all kind of locked um, together, yeah. This this idea has likes. I think we should just become fans of the UCI. I mean it's such a great organization. We're gonna raw blow this thing to the end and just you know <laughs> I celebrate the entire city of Glasgow. I don't know what part of Glasgow I like. Which <laughs> we should just go to the old firm soccer game. Maybe they can coordinate Rangers versus Celtic and we just go as as Fans of the UCI to like the the biggest soccer mm-hmm. match in mm-hmm. the country. Love them. This could be great. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is coming together.
2: Yeah, this is. This is <laughs> we're gonna get all types of people at our uh, at this our is, big event.
1: So yeah, less a podcast nasty. and
0: more of like a brainstorming session for future events. Like we're, we're working on we're working on our our going to cycle ball. We're working on getting rides planned for Spencer. You know, uh-huh. we're just we we're we're, we're kind of here just planning out our next year or two.
2: Well, look, it's you it's did fre- spend it's friends, helping um, friends, well, friends, helping friends. I guess apparently I failed you. Um, <laughs> uh, I have not <laughs> failed Spencer, but I did fail you. I did not help you and save you from watching the greatest bicycle messenger movie since Quicksilver <laughs> featuring Joseph, Go- Joseph Gordon-Levitt.
0: Yeah, uh, of course,
2: I'm talking about the movie about our lives. Premium Rush. <laughs>
0: Sort of about our lives. Kind of a documentary, really. (laughs) Yeah, it's basically a documentary. So I had never watched it um, until a couple nights ago. And now I've only watched three-fourths of it, but I've been watching it while I've been doing the dishes, you know. So I'm working my way through Uh it. It's... I wouldn't say it's a good movie, but I would say I'm enjoying it quite a bit.
2: (laughs) I'm not going to give away the ending. But I will say... I'm just at the police this...
0: impound lot. Okay, that's where I'm at. I'm at the impound lot where he f- he sees the trials bike on the wall.
2: Oh yeah, that's a classic scene. This is good. That's... It it kind of gets into the whole like rad thing, right? Like the yeah. whole, the whole like the whole escape. Um, right. I will say this about the movie: the greatest takeaway of Premium Rush, and this is why Spencer should watch it. Yeah, is <laughs> it, they go into this like slow motion messenger vision. Oh the message thing where, like, is he's,
1: amazing.
2: He's riding down the road <laughs> and then like he's trying to like, you know, oh I gotta get this across town, it's an ASAP. I gotta get across town by clothing closing it, you know, federal court closing at 4 uh-huh. 30. And he's riding down like fifth Ave. And he gets to this point where like everything stops around him, and <laughs> then you see like so the three the three different ways he could go around like the cab or the city bus in front of him, Yeah, it's like, goes to the right, he runs into a guy that's like, you know, walking down the sidewalk with, you know, groceries and a baguette goes flying. He can go to the left, and it's through like, the windshield of the minivan. Or he can go straight and then left, and he makes it. And of course, he does that, and every time he's successful, except
1: once, he chooses the wrong (laughs) path, and you're like, what did Messenger Vision do?
0: He lost the I thought that's the vision.
1: whole point. Let him down. Yeah. Well, um,
0: the Messenger mm. vision is amazing. The fact that he makes, su- they make such a big deal in this movie about how, how badass he is. Cause he does not believe in brakes. Breaks are for fakes. Oh yeah. Oh, and it's so good. His, breaks his, are for fakes. His girlfriend <laughs> yeah. used a break and whenever anything goes wrong, he's like, you use that break again? <laughs> they lean in so hard to this no brakes thing. It's, so irritating! It made me want to go down in the basement and put a brake on my track bike. Yeah, how irritating it was. Oh,
2: it's oh, it's such a good movie. I mean, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon, one of is the greatest,
0: legitimately amazing in it.
2: One of the greatest actors in Hollywood.
0: He's such a good. Michael baddie. Shannon
2: is He's in such this. A good is baddie. the bad guy naturally? It is so <laughs> good. This is, um, you know, Joseph Gordon lovett has been kind of downhill for him. Um ever since then, this movie, to be um, honest.
1: Guess so Giant. I I just Googled this one, you know, because obviously I know what premium Russia is. It's part of the culture, it's part of my history. It's a documentary of my life, basically. Um it's it's only got 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 6.5 out of 10 on IMBD. <laughs> that's that's, that's not you know, that's um that's generous. a little rough, but not Should not terrible. But here in the stats that came up on the old uh, Google machine since it pulled in uh, 31.1 million dollars in the box office and it doesn't, doesn't know how like much they
0: spent any money on it at all. It's Well, it's uh, little guy. Oh, they didn't have brakes.
1: Oh, hang on little guy. Whoa, pump the brakes. I know you don't want to use the brakes, but maybe you <laughs> want to use the brakes. Okay. What do you think the budget was for this movie? No, knowing that it brought in 31.1 million dollars. I'm going to say 15 F- million
2: dollars.
0: Yeah, 15.
1: 15. Budget for this one $35 million. Ah, they lost Really? They lost $3.9 million on premium. I mean, well, there's a shock. Holl- Little guy, how just are you to watching to this? Launder
0: money, so. <laughs> what?
2: How are you watching it?
0: Um
1: Blue-ray, because I
2: got it at the library.
0: No, no, I think it's on Hulu. It's on. It's on one of the streaming services.
2: VHS. Okay, so you got. So you're watching on Hulu. So they're they're slowly clawing that money back, Spencer. There's, they're clawing a couple definitely... pennies <laughs> for
0: me on that one. Well, there's... I mean, I'll say this, Tim. You were talking about the messenger vision. The messenger vision is. Um, they did not spend much money on the animations for the messenger vision. It is. <laughs> it is. It looks poor, and I. I mean, they had to do a lot of practical stunts. They had to do a lot of riding. They, I guess, they uh-huh. spent money on that stuff. They probably. Probably they spent most of their money on closing streets in New York City. Yeah,
1: thirty-five million dollars to close all the streets and twelve dollars on the rest of the production. I think yeah. that it, sounds about right. Well, I hope, there are I so hope many...
0: Joseph and 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 Shannon got some good coin for
1: it because they're they're well, their hearts out. And You got to think this this, is... this came out in twenty twelve, height Ten of the ago. height of the fixie fee, uh, fever. Um, That's you probably know, where they, a lot of
2: that money went, Spencer. They had to buy at all the least,
1: bikes. Yeah, at least half of that went to Cinelli. Track bikes, you know, like, yeah, the couple Bianchi pistas. Um, so I think the, ah, the pista peaked too early, man. They were out of business well, okay. by then. When you're watching there's this, movie in it, so yeah,
0: yeah.
2: When you're watching this movie, yeah, uh, yeah, he's riding a parlay, right? Isn't that what he's no?
0: The, uh, no, the no, that's uh, other Messenger, the roadie guy, yeah, I forget his name, but he's the like roadie guy that's really fast,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It, straight block. The crossover between this and and Quicksilver, because like, there's the whole I Nelson mean, Vales cameo, which is the greatest thing of all time. In Quicksilver? It's all,
0: it's all crib from that.
2: And and then here you and uh, uh, Louis Anderson, RIP um, mm-hmm. of Quicksilver fame. I will say that of Premium Rush, this was, we knew Premium Rush was coming out when we were couriers because I think that around like 2008, there was like talk of them starting to like film this and they, there was a couple of delays that happened during that time. And there was like, there there was a movie that was coming and some of our messenger friends like squid out of New York city was like a, like on He's the set, it. like expert. Like he, he makes an appearance in the film yep. because of course they're at like messenger hangout headquarters, having beer, having some few brewskis with the boys and girls right. of the messenger world. Uh-huh. And what strikes me is I was a, when I was a courier, I only had the Nextel, and I would get all my runs over the Nextel. You guys worked at Blazing Saddles where there was a radio, and you also had an office. So we would all hang out in the office. The office in Premium Rush looks way cooler than the Blazing Saddles office in Minneapolis. There's bikes hanging out in the back. They're like handing over slips of paper like, oh, here's your run, man. Not even on the radio. It's really cool Mm -hmm. cool beans. I wish that I lived in that type of messenger world than the one in Minneapolis that I had. Or I was just stuck with you, Yahoos.
0: Well, yeah, their office is super cool. It's like a big, big open first floor space with like a garage door. It's like great. It in looks Manhattan. like a great place to work.
2: Yeah, in yeah, Manhattan. No,
0: it's insane. I mean, you're, you look at this. You're like the real estate alone would would kill this courier <laughs> company. There's no way <laughs> they could do it. Um, I mean, and also, awesome Momvi was the 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 dispatcher, and he's a funny guy. Man, I, he'd be cracking me up yeah. on the radio all day. It'd be great. So. Nothing it's, about the movie is believable, other than Michael Shannon being evil.
2: Yeah, so, that's totally and having
0: a gambling problem. But it's, yeah, I'm enjoying it. But man, I I couldn't bring myself to watch it when I was a courier because I knew it would be bad in a lot of the ways that it is bad. And it feels it's too close to home. You're like, this is how the rest of the world sees me. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> it's well, the good news that, is that's is that the problem. Yeah, the good news is that we. We're not going to be watching it every year the way that we have been for the last seven years, yeah. American Flyers, every 4th of sure. July. Mm-hmm, so sure. it's, it's a good one. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I, I don't rank it in the top five of my cycling movies, um, but it is definitely in the top uh, 10. Um, strictly because I, I think I could name maybe 10 to 11 off the top of my head, like of Hollywood-themed yeah. bike movies, and <laughs> I am including Pee Wee Herman. Um, in there, but little guy, that wasn't the funniest thing that happened to us this week. No, the funniest thing happened on the slow ride podcast, Twitter account in regards to cyclocross sensation to an getting busted hmm. yeah. for doping on Monday after we recorded. So little guy, take it away. And make us all laugh at the end of episode 379 of the Slow Ride Podcast.
0: I got to relive relive my tweet from last week. I don't know what I tweeted exactly, man. Uh, something like, we don't know what uh, two nerds did or did not take to get busted, but we know that it wore off after the first lap. Which
1: I think's pretty <laughs> true. Cause he
0: had a lot of good first laps this year, and then he did a lot of fading. Uh, I don't know, bummed me out that he, I hope he didn't dope, but, you know, it's cycling, yeah. that's why you don't. You don't invest all your heart and soul into liking a rider because they can always come crushing down on you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we don't know anything about that on this podcast, especially myself.
0: No, I know I had to kind of think back like, we've been talking about tune a lot lately.
2: We must've been (laughs) (laughs) the old curse.
0: Yeah. Tim must've, Tim must've gone in big for worlds for tune or something. I don't know.
2: All right. Well, the UAE tour will be over our long international <laughs> nightmare of cycling, racing, not mattering. will be over next week with the Oomloop um review show. Absolutely yeah, stoked I'm so about excited. that.
0: I'm so excited to watch it.
2: We'd like to thank all of the listeners and subscribers of the wide angle podium network and Spencer, what should these listeners do?
1: They should like and subscribe to the podcast um, on their favorite podcast player.
2: They should what
1: they they should like and subscribe to the show and maybe tell a friend.
2: Oh, I was I was going for Lycan. They should a, they should go for Lycan. It's the uh, the podcast. It's
1: Lipe. It's lipen, uh, lipen. He's a <laughs> Latvian um, cyclist. Um, they could like and subscribe. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we're crushing it. It would be great. And with that, (laughs) we'd like to thank you all for listening to the Slow Ride Podcast, episode 379. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, at the Slow Ride Pod. We'd like to thank BK1 of Rhyme Series Entertainment for the intro and outro music. And this is Tim in Orlando wishing everyone a fantastic bike ride, even if you're not wearing a helmet.
0: This is Matt in Minneapolis. Same. Don't worry about it. Just wave.
1: (laughs) Just wave. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists so you see out on the road, helmeted or not. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. theslowridepodcast.com and on Twitter
0: at the theslowridepod.